a message for liberals and the mainstream media. You can't handle the truth! So, buckle up, snowflakes, because we're about to deliver the politically direct best in conservative commentary, news, and investigative reports. We're telling the truth, and we're not gonna stop. Okay, liberals, back under the bridge with the rest of your fellow trolls, and oh yeah, Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots. They are special, special people. On RSPRadio1.com. Welcome to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot. Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. It's Friday night, 16th of June, halfway through the month. Welcome to it. Hello, Diane. Hello, Craig, and how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. It's okay. Friday. You know, we got a weekend staring right in the face. That's a good thing. I look at it as two more weeks till vacation. Well, there's that, too. <laughs> yeah, that. Our annual two-week, you know, two-week off, two-and-a-half weeks off. Summer Boy, break. We need it, Craig. Yeah, no, but we need it because come Labor Day, the primary season is going to kick into high gear. Yeah, the campaigns and and everything, you know, and the nastiness. Yeah, this is going to be one of the wildest presidential campaigns I think we've ever seen. I think it's going to be downright dirty. Well, it already is. You know, yeah. but it, but I think it'll get dirtier. Oh, I know it will. You know, I and it's going to get nasty, and we're going to have to keep an eye on the indictments. You know that phony bunch of stuff, and uh, it's just going to get nasty, nasty, nasty. Yeah, it's it's going to get wild and woolly. You know yeah. that, and this this is all uncharted territory, really. Yeah, you know, well, I we mean, had a. We had a laugh, laugh here in Florida today because the Miami mayor, he's a Republican, yeah. he entered the presidential race. However, he, he is a Republican, registered Republican, who supported Charlie Crist over DeSantis. He ain't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I saw that guy entered the race, and I'm thinking, the mayor of Miami? Yeah. Really? Really, I know. It makes no sense whatsoever. Um, and he, oh, not only did he not vote for Trump, in the first election he wrote in Marco Rubio. Okay. In the second, in the second, uh, in 2020, who did he say he voted for? I think he voted in Rubio again, who wasn't even running. And in the governor's race, he supported Charlie Crest, but he's a Republican. <coughs> yeah, well, you can you can put whatever letter you want behind your name, <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
doesn't really mean much. Um, yeah, maybe he identifies as a Republican. He's uh, well, he's, he's, he's a that, straight guy. Well, no, I, no, I'm just saying. Politically, he identifies as a Republican. He's trans political. Ah, okay. <laughs> could could be could be that. Yeah, trans political. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> We've got a bunch of stuff to talk about tonight. Let's start up in New York City, where a grand jury has indicted Daniel Penny, and you'll remember Daniel Penny is the. Marine who got into that tussle uh, with that high as a kite uh, nut job on a subway train, and the guy wound up dying because Penny had him in a chokehold. Now they've indicted him. What do you know, Diane? What is the exact charge they've indicted second, him on? Uh, second degree manslaughter That's is nuts. the charge. But the whole thing is this was Alvin Bragg. You know, famous with Trump there. Right. Um, this should never have gone because there is multiple witnesses to the event that said this guy, first of all, he was homeless by choice. He was a severely mental ill person, high as a kite on drugs. And he was making, um, I, I don't want to say innuendos, but he was threatening his fellow subway passengers, and he had been arrested for that before for threatening subway passengers. And Perry came to the defense of, you know, he was going after some people. And uh, the only reason he died from the chokehold was because he was high on drugs. Now, as I understand it, the threats that this guy were making were actually pretty violent. Yeah. You know, That's he was, what all the witnesses say. Yeah, he was threatening extreme violence against passengers in that train car. And mm-hmm. uh, apparently he he was even physically, had started to physically go after a couple of people. And yes, that's when Daniel Penny got into it uh, and, you know, initially tried to subdue the guy. But the guy wasn't having any part of that. And no, was he was fighting. popped up on drugs. Yeah, he was fighting Penny. And there's video. There's people. There are people on that train shooting uh, iPhone video and telephone right. video. Right. Uh, I mean, no, this this is completely wrong. Right. He's a former Marine, and um, he knew how to do a chokehold the correct way. And I think the drugs contributed to the death because he was really hopped up on him. And the thing is, Bragg and crew tried to turn this into a racist incident because the perp was black and Penny is a white male. And I'm going to be taking this case and another case on next week because I have had it with everything. Oh, he was black and he was white and this and that. Yes. It's sickening already. Color you know. had nothing to do with this. This was a no. bad guy any way you can think about it criminal record um druggy severely mentally ill why didn't his family help him but he was okay because he was a michael jackson impersonator that's the excuse they're using oh please no joke i'm serious i know and and i mean good grief 
Yeah. yeah th- this guy this guy had more loose screws than a hardware store in an earthquake. Right. And and he's he's on this train, he's threatening people. Now there's no way that Daniel Penny would have known of his past uh That's right. you know scrapes with the law. That's you know, right. so they can't really, you know, use that in Penny's defense, but the the fact remains this guy was making violent threats. He was physically going after people uh, on that train car and Penny was just trying to subdue the guy. Yeah. And and there were people helping him. There were people helping Daniel Penny. Right. He didn't do this alone. But what makes it even worse is Bragg's office originally charged him with second degree murder. That's nuts. We're forced to drop the charges because the videos themselves exonerate Perry. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when this lands in a courtroom. Well, it's going to be very easy. It depends on the makeup of the jury. It's New York. It's liberal. They're going to pick people who side on Bragg's side, and uh, they're going to find him guilty. You know, what a miscarriage of justice. Absolutely. You know, I mean, we got to keep in mind, it only takes one juror to think he's not guilty and stick to it. For there right. to be a hung jury. Right. And but this is New York you're dealing with, that's mm. the problem. Well that's that's a fact. And in you the know. meantime, many in New York are very furious because they have um two cases that Bragg would not even arrest, let alone lock up the perpetrators. One was two women were beat, robbed and the both victims were in their 60s at a subway station okay. by, by blacks. And the second was a man attempts to rape a woman on a New York City subway in lower Manhattan. Again, guess what? And uh, nothing's being done to them at all. Well, you know, that that is an interesting fact that you bring up. Because that gives me hope that maybe a jury... Uh, will acquit him because I think the people of New York, even the Democrats in New York, understand that that violent crime, especially in the subways, is out of control in New right. York City. Absolutely. I mean, people Everything that live is out there. Of control. Yeah, but mm-hmm. people that live there are are almost afraid to get on the subway anymore, and and the only people, from what I understand that are riding the subway are people that have no other choice but to ride the right. subway. Right. It's very, very bad in New York City now in general. And then when you have Alan, you know, Alvin, whatever his name is, Braggs as, you know, the head honcho there, right. what, what do you expect? In other words, what they're going to do is they're going to turn um, – Jordan Neely, he's the victim. They're going to make him this year's you-know-who. Well, you know, I think there's probably, unfortunately... George Floyd, folks. This is St. George's uh, apostle here, if you will. Unfortunately, I think there's probably a lot of truth in Mm -hmm. that. So we'll have uh, St. George and St. Jordan. 
Yeah. So I don't know if anyone can, um, let's say they did find him guilty. Isn't the sentencing up in a this type of situation up to the judge? I believe so. Um, you know, I mean, they'll, they'll, it'll be a two-part thing. Uh, if they find him guilty, there's the, the trial and then there's the sentencing. Right. Um, so I guess we'll wait and see what kind of a Depends judge he who gets. the judge is. You know, obviously he did not mean to kill the guy. No, he didn't even know the guy. I mean, right. that's, that's, you know, patently obvious if you see the videos. And the videos are out there to be seen. Right. So. Absolutely. I guess we'll just have to wait and see how this plays out. Do we know when it's scheduled to go to court? I heard some things today within a few weeks, but I I haven't seen any definitive date yet. I would, if I had to guess, I'd say probably sometime mid to late July. It, It could very well be. It could very well be. Um, they're not going to drag this out um, for two reasons. Bragg needs the publicity. He needs to make the victim a saint and, uh, you know, hang the white man. Yep. Well, we'll keep an eye on it and see what happens. Meanwhile, uh, over in China, <laughs> this is this ought to be... Uh, eye-opening to just about everybody and i wish that one of us on right side patriots would have brought this up over the past couple of months uh this possibility and how dangerous it is but apparently china is planning to weaponize ai yes i i brought that up a while ago you did yeah, I wow. guess nobody, you know, paid attention. Um, AI. Look, uh, let, let me just say, if you couldn't figure out that China would weaponize AI, you're asleep at the wheel. Well, you're talking about more than half of the country here, Craig. They're all asleep at the wheel. Uh, guaranteed. You know, this, um, this is a very dangerous situation because Biden has basically sold us out to china and it's going to get worse and worse and worse and to such a degree that some of our companies our major companies are catering to china yeah we're talking about the tech companies in this Mm -hmm. case um ai is is definitely uh you know tech heavy obviously and uh, some of our own country's tech specialists are actually working with China. So let me ask you this, Diane. Mm-hmm. If China is weaponizing AI, what do we do? Do we weaponize it in kind? What do we do? With Biden? As well, I mean, you think we're no, going to weaponize? No, I, I mean, I, I'm just saying in general. I, I'm not, you know, specifically. But if if China is weaponizing their AI, should we weaponize our AI? Because once you weaponize it, then you've got the the problem, who is controlling that end of it? And that would be our government. And I don't trust our government with no. their hands on AI. I just don't. The only thing I can hope for is Israel 
They are way ahead of both China and the United States as far as AI. And they would side with the United States if China got out of line. Um, however, I think AI needs to not have anything to do with the, with our government as it stands now. It needs to be in the in private business hands, private sector hands. But it has to be the right ones. It has to be ones based on science. Agreed. But here, here's another question. Let's say China uh, weaponizes AI, mm -hmm. and they decide to deploy that in some theater in some way. Right. If we haven't weaponized AI, how do we fight against it? Is there any plan for how to combat a foreign adversary's weaponized AI if we don't have weaponized AI? Well, I know some in the private sectors have been working on that, what to do in such a scenario. And if they weaponized it against us, I think those who are working in the private sector would come to our defense, as would Israel. We, this is another reason we have to get the Democrats out of power. They don't care about this as long as they can keep their control they don't care who else has control as long as they're the top honcho right and we just cannot let that happen and you know people are screaming no we have to be careful for ai look you got to be careful walking across the street true you have to be careful of everything but ai is the future and I am a strong believer you do not stop scientific progress, but you have to know how to handle it. And that is not through the government. It is, uh, especially in, in this case. Do we yes. know what kind of artificial intelligence weaponization China is working on? I mean, is it is it hardware? Are they working on artificially intelligent airplanes? missiles, that kind of thing, laser technology, or is this cyber technology that, that will be weaponized? A, it, right now at this point, I believe it's mostly cyber, but I also think they're working on military applications. Well, and the two kind of go hand in hand, if you think about it. Yeah. You know, if, if you've got weaponized cyber artificial intelligence, that could be used uh, to launch and guide and, and direct artificial intelligence hardware weapons like missiles exactly. and, and, and that kind of thing. Um, so the two kind of go hand in hand. And at this point, what, what we know is a lot less than what we need to know. We know that China is working on weaponizing artificial intelligence what we don't know specifically is how far in the process or how deep in the process they are at this point. Well, there's something also very dangerous here, and it involves big tech. And here at home, you know, instead of really working on AI the right way through the private sector, through the scientists, the computer experts and all that, our 
government, if you will, has actually encouraged big tech companies to take centralized control over our information, personal data, and markets. In other words, our government is more concerned with making AI a snooping operation, another arm of their big brother control, than really working on the good applications of AI, which unfortunately does include military applications. Right. And the last thing we need is more government intrusion. And if that's what the direction of AI in our country is taking, that's aimed inward. That's aimed at American citizens. Absolutely. That's wrong. I mean... We've got enough problems in this country with privacy. Yes. Okay, the the government's got their their snooty nose into everything. And, uh, you know, the the American uh, seeming right to privacy is pretty much a figment of one's imagination at this point. I mean... You know, they spied on Trump's campaign. They spied on Trump in the White House. Imagine what they could do if they had AI doing that spying. They'd be spying on every single one of us. I'm not so sure that a majority of us are not being spied on. That would explain the black helicopters I saw over my house yesterday. Well, it would explain why you can't get your Facebook account back. That that could be too. You know, but I mean, when you look at this, uh, the the apl- the possible applications for artificial intelligence turned inward against the American people, that is pretty dire. Yeah. Well, we're also going about it a little bit wrong. In fact, um, a bipartisan groups of senators and House representatives, they are proposing bills to curb the effects of big tech's basically centralized control. But instead of doing it the right way, they're doing it via antitrust laws. Oh, no. Which really makes no sense whatsoever. Because they're saying, you know, with big tech involved, they're too involved, so we can bring in antitrust. No, 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 no. That's not the way to handle this. You know, it seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm just speculating here, but if they do it through antitrust, then wouldn't the government, by merit of that, have access to whatever it is that private industry garners as far as spying on us? So, so that just that's a backdoor for the government to look at everything that every American does. Exactly. And these senators... <laughs> who are proposing this and and House representatives proposing this are either just but stupid dumb not to see what's happening or there's a little, you know, give and take, give me, give me, I'll give you this, you give me that going on. Really? You think think anybody in our government would be involved in that? Well, if they're following their fearless leader, absolutely. (laughs) You know they are. You yeah, know, and, and and that's the problem, and it goes on both sides of the aisle. Don't don't be mistaken and think it's all one sided because there are permanent Washington class people on each side of the aisle, and neither side wants to give up any power or control or perks or perks. Right? 
Yeah. AI could be a wonderful thing in the hands of the right people. And by hands of the right people, the hands it must stay out of are the government. It's that simple. Now, if you were developing AI, what would you, Diane, develop it to do? I would put it into medical applications. I would set its, you know, AI intelligent mind on some um, possibilities for treatments for certain very serious diseases like cancer and stuff. Because remember, they can do the calculus, the 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 numbers thing that's harder for most people to do than anything. I would use it for military purposes. I have no problem with that as long as the correct military handles it. And I do not mean this woke military. Well, and see, there's you bring up another good point and another good problem all at the same time. Apparently, Space Force is now woke. All of the military is. You know, it's and, all of it. You know, when you're talking about military and AI, you can't avoid having it in space. And now, you know, what we're hearing from some of the top people in Space Force, the newest branch of the U.S. military, is that Space Force is going woke. Right. And they don't want to. But they're being forced to because look what we have, you know, occupying the White House. Oh. It's, it's maddening. Now, there's one thing I will say. Governor DeSantis, who's running, you know, for the nomination, he has a plan. Remember, he's full military, folks. He served overseas during the war. He's as military as they come. He has a possible way to get the woke out of the military. Good Lord, I hope so. Yeah. It's on my wall. I have it on my private blog. Yeah, it's there are ways to do it and rebuild our military the way it used to be before all this woke nonsense started. You know who I blame for all this AI business to begin with? Who? Disney. I do. Could be. I do because you know, you go back decades and decades in Disney. They were the first to come out with animatronics in the Hall of Presidents, mm-hmm. you know, oh, and yeah. all of that, and, and the robotics, uh, you know, with, with all of that. And, you know, y- you go back 30, 40 years, when all that started at Disney, they were the only ones that had it, and everybody looked at it and went, well, you know what, eventually we can make that better. <laughs> See, but the thing is, back then, Disney... Um was still controlled or run by, choose your word, by men and women who had intelligence. Right, and that's why now they have artificial intelligence, because real intelligence has evaporated. That's true. There was no woke nonsense back then. Um, Now, I've I've never been... I mean, it's amazing what they've done. Disney is a leader in this. But that's not really artificial intelligence. That's more robotics. Well, it is. But that's why I say it's where it started. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I've never been to a Disney theme park in my entire life. 
I have right. many, many, many times. Well, I know you. You go to the mouse house, right? No, I've, I go to I've, the Polynesian. <laughs> I've never, I've never been to a Disney park. But as right. a kid, I would have been, you know, as a little kid, I would have been freaked out. Okay, and and I'll tell you why, because you you learn in school. We at least we used to learn in school when school was for education. Right. We we learned that. Abraham Lincoln was assassinated by John Wilkes Booth. And, of course, I know there's conspiracy theories surrounding that. But Oh, there's conspiracy theories of everything. You know, but, but we learned that. And so then you, uh, you go to Disney on vacation and you go into the Hall of Presidents and there's Lincoln talking to you. Right. That would freak me right. out as a little kid. It's an amazing place. It really is an amazing place, especially Epcot, the Hall of Tomorrow, that type of thing. It really is amazing. But Disney has killed their own brand. I mean, Walt Disney himself would be turning over in his grave if they saw what they did to his vision. He'd be spinning like a lathe. Yeah. But they are in the forefront of that type of robotic, intelligent thing. But remember, with with that, like the Hall of Presidents and all that, those are pre-programmed tapes put into the robotics. Well, it's they not, are, but, but they're not thinking on their own. But see, that stuff has evolved too, you know. Yeah. And over the years, they've upgraded that. I'm just saying that's where it started, and, and when you see that in its very rudimentary form, the way you did, like in the Hall of Presidents, mm-hmm. okay, people with real intelligence look at that and go. I wonder what we could do with that. And and it plants the seed for everything that, that comes after it. So, I mean, it's just, you know, this is weird. It, it's, uh, it's frightening in some aspects, but people need to open their eyes because if China is weaponizing artificial intelligence, we're going to have to do something to counter that. And that is still up in the air. It's not going to be done through the Biden administration. We're going to have to wait till the government changes hands, but hopefully enough of outside military personnel are already working on that. Hopefully. Folks, yes. we've hit the bottom of the hour. We've got to take a quick break. And when we come back, we've got a couple of segments on Joe Biden that you oh, do not want to miss. You know, I mean, this the, there's some wild stuff coming out. So hang on. There's more Right Side Patriots after that. You're listening to Right Side Patriots Radio, the best in conservative commentary, news, and talk, where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth. This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet. You're listening to RSPRadio1.com. Hi guys, Diane Sorry from The Patriot Factor on thepatriotfactor.blogspot.com, where I found a home base seven years ago after becoming one of Facebook's longtime Facebook felons, or so I've been told by the Facebook gods. 
On my blog, you will find not only my articles, but our Right Side Patriots investigative reports, as well as stories and links to and from well-known writers and bloggers, plus what I call almost daily memes, my snarky take on news of the day. And for more great takes on the issues of the day, check out the National Patriot at thenationalpatriot.com, where you can read Craig's insight into all the current news happenings. And join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at rspradio1.com. Welcome back to Right Side Patriots on rspradio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot, Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. Getting you through the Friday night edition of the show, and if you miss any part of it, go to rspradio1.com tomorrow morning, click the podcast button, and have at it. Yes. All right, so let's get into this Joe Biden stuff tonight. Um, we, we have learned today that more bank records are in the offing regarding Joe Biden uh, yes. Remember, so far they've only looked into four of the banks that the Bidens used, and apparently there are over a dozen of them. Right, with up to $30 million in question. That's that's what we're learning today. Now, this is, this is uh, staggering. Um, yes. Right now we know of a few million dollars, but what we're being told is over the next few weeks – these new bank records are going to become available, and apparently there are 20 to $30 million hiding in those bank records. Holy cow. Right, and also in a few weeks, will be they'll make another move with the Trump indictment so we don't pay attention to what's happening at the Biden end. You're right, because every time something breaks about this whole Biden situation, mm-hmm. they counter it with another Trump indictment. Right. Okay. Well, now, I'm going to say... I, I, I've, got some, I, I've just got some more breaking news on these bank accounts. It also yeah. came out today that emails from Hunter Biden's laptop, they've, they've dug into those deeper... And they have found a newly, get this, a newly discovered Hunter Biden Maltese bank account that was opened by Burisma that coincides, get this, that coincides with the $10 million bribery allegations involving the Bidens and Burisma. Well, isn't that a nice little happy coincidence? A bank account in Malta. Yeah. Wow. That's that's really something. But I'm going to say something here, Craig, that I've said to you. And I'm going to have it part of my next week's article as well. But, folks, there's a reason the Justice Department is not going after the Bidens. They're going to try to let this play out as it may. And that reason is, in my opinion, Joe Biden was the intermediary guy. Barack Obama was the big guy. They have to dig deep enough into Joe Biden. They will come up with Obama's hand in this. And they will not do that because most 
of the biggies in the Biden administration are leftovers or those loyal to Obama. Yeah, it's absolutely true. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, Biden was the intermediary. He was Joe Biden was Hunter's big guy. Right. But but Joe's big guy was Obama. Right. He was just the little conduit stop on the way to Obama. These guys never wanted really to have have dealings with Biden. They just wanted to use Biden to get to the big guy. Right. And they needed an introduction to Joe Biden so that Joe Biden could give them the introduction to Obama. Who is the real big guy. Obama has remained too silent on this. Yeah, you, you, we haven't. You know, he he came out yesterday uh, or the last couple of days, yammering on about you know systemic racism uh, in in that old tired yeah, it's uh, you so know, tired line yeah. of crap. Uh, but on this, nothing, nothing, no, because he has to distance himself where from anything basically that can tie him into this. But I think in, you know, while they're working on following Biden's money, they also need to follow Obama's money and the moves money because monies could be separated. I think as they dig deeper into all these different bank accounts and all these, uh, you know, various shell LLC companies uh, that the Biden set up, I wouldn't yeah. be at all surprised if they don't find trails that lead to the Obamas. Uh, remember, I, I mean, I think they already have them. They're, Greg, they're, I think they already have them and are too afraid to use them. And, and that could very well be. I mean, remember, there are at least twelve bank accounts that right. are known of. There might be more, and right. there are over. 20 different LLC shell companies that the Biden set up to launder all of this money. Right. You know, and we know of at least nine Bidens, including grandchildren, not not the grandchild that Hunter had with the stripper, but but the other grandchildren, because you know that 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 child that Hunter had with the stripper, they none of them accept that as, as a Biden. Um but all the, you know the other grandkids and and so many different members of the Biden family, uh, daughters-in-law, uh, their kids—they're all getting money. All right, and, you know what's what's one of the grandkids? What's one of Joe's grandkids going to do with a couple of million dollars of laundered money? That has got to go somewhere. Of course it does. Of course it does, and. I don't know, but just people have to wake up to this fact. Here it is every day we're bombarded Trump, 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 Trump. And everybody is forgetting about all of this kind of stuff with Biden because our attention has been diverted and deflected away from that onto Trump. What we need to do is put Trump in the background for now because there's nothing that could be done at this point and focus instead on getting Biden out of here in jail, along with Hunter and possibly Obama. You know very well, as as well as I do, that if Don Jr. would have taken the tag off of a mattress, he'd be in a federal prison right now. Absolutely. 
You know, and then Absolutely. you got it's you a two tier justice system. Yeah, you got yeah. Hunter, you got Joe, you got James Biden, you got all you know the grandkids, you got you know wives and sisters in law, and these people and those people, all connected to the Bidens, raking in millions and millions and yeah. millions, tens of millions of dollars. But yeah. if if Don Jr. would have torn the tag off a mattress, well, he'd be doing federal time. Exactly. It, it's a weaponized two-tier system that we're facing now for justice. And also in the case earlier, like Perry, if you're on the wrong side of the political aisle here, you're going to have the book thrown at you, no matter what that book is or what it's pertaining to. But if you're on their side, on the left side of the aisle, everything gets overlooked. Yep. And this is going to happen here, too. This money trail, it has our interests now. But after a while, we're going to get tired of it. Well, it's, you know, it's it'll seem like it's going nowhere and, and the wheels right. are grinding so slowly that people lose interest in it or, you know, they it's not as immediate and in their face as the Trump, Trump, Trump stuff, you know, and that's what, that's what the left is hoping for. That's what the Bidens are hoping for. But I'm telling you with, with people like James Comer and, uh, Jim Jordan and, and, uh, Chuck Grassley and some of these people on it, they're like pit bulls on a pork chop right now. And I don't think they're going to let go. They might not let go, but we don't have, as they say, the cojones to do totally what's the right thing yet. Some are waking up to the fact that we have got to stand strong against this government. And yet others on our side are singing the Kumbaya, Why Can't We All Get Along song. So it's not cut and dry, Craig. No, it's certainly not. And, and if you don't think, folks, if you don't think this is infecting both sides of the aisle, do yourselves a favor. Try and find anything that somebody like Mitch McConnell has said against hunter or joe in this whole mess they really haven't he hasn't they're silent they're absolutely mm -hmm. silent you know yeah. and it's the usual suspects right and i, I yeah. just use mitch mcconnell as an example but he won't say boo he, he you know he was asked directly the other day uh you know about the the trump indictment and his response I, i'm not going to get involved really yeah, you got a, a gross miscarriage of justice coming, and you're not getting involved. And if you ask him about Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, the bribery scandal, the the shell companies, uh, you know, the the money coming in from foreign nationals, nope, not going to get involved. Well, he's very foolish because if push came to shove, and it did show up that somehow Biden is involved in this, somebody will be singing like a canary. You bet. Absolutely. You know, and you're better off to get ahead of it than let it catch up to you. You know, that's that's just common sense. So it's going to be interesting as they uncover more bank records over the next few weeks. That they're they're speculating right now that there could be up to twelve banks, but let's be honest, when you got twenty shell companies and you're laundering money, there could be more than twelve banks involved. You know, and this new one that they found in Malta, apparently 
deals directly with the $10 million bribe that was split two ways, five going to Hunter, five going to, to Joe. So Yeah, these are not, yeah, no. Something has to be done about this because this is very dangerous in next year's election because we're living through a nightmare and a lie right now. And the only way the Democrats are going to be able to dig themselves out is with more lies, more deception. And I have a feeling that the upcoming campaign series um, election, due to things like this happening, is going to be the worst we have ever seen. I, I have to agree. There, I mean, anybody with common sense is going to agree with that because it's already in that mode. Absolutely. I mean, it just is. All right, so our final topic tonight, before we get into the gist of this, and and again, this is Joe Biden, right? Uncle Joe. Today he was blathering on in a speech about gun control. Mm Mm-hmm. And at the end of the speech regarding gun control, he inexplicably said... God save the queen, man, and turned around and walked away from the podium. Now, I've got two problems with this, Diane. First of all, the queen is dead. Right. And second of all, he was in Connecticut. Right. Are you ready for this? A League of uh, Conservation Voters. He was there to get an early uh, endorsement for the election from the conser- uh, conservation voters, not conservative, con- conservation, conservation voters. So those are going to be the greeny weenies, right? Yeah, who think he's doing a terrific job on the environment. Uh-huh, right. Yeah, you know, the weather, the weather. Right, mm-hmm. right, because, you know, with enough tax money, you can control the world's thermostat. That's true. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> But, okay, so he's in Connecticut. Last I checked, and just barely, Connecticut is part of the United States of America. Yeah, it hangs off to one side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It hangs off the right side, and it leans to the left. That's true. And I'm guessing the leaning to the left is the only thing that keeps it connected to the body. Okay. Well, it's got New York and then the New England, yeah. some of the New England states to the right of it. So yeah. so there he is in Connecticut giving a speech, at the end of which he says, God save the queen, man? <laughs> what? Was, in the last few minutes of the speech, he was going totally, totally off target. And he ended with God save the queen. But there were other guffaws in in the middle of it. It wasn't just that. I mean, he was losing it throughout the whole thing because he wasn't scripted. He didn't have, you know, his abuser of a wife standing next to him that could jab him with something to keep him awake. I mean, it's this is just ridiculous. He was trying to make jokes about him being himself being 110 years old. Right. If I was Joe Biden 
And, and my faculties were, were fleeing faster than people are fleeing from California. I wouldn't make age-related jokes even about myself. Okay? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. Um, he, he, I mean, he was just kind of blathering on and on right. and on. Um, he mentioned something about the Violence Against Women Act, and he talked about how domestic violence was the ultimate abuse of power. Yeah, of power. Instead of saying the ultimate abuse of women, he goes, of power. Well, that's exactly what he's doing because his party has set him, him up basically as a dictator to do his puppet master's bidding. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, the whole thing was crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you know, he brought up the whole dog-faced lying pony soldier Ponies. thing again. Yeah. I, yeah. Whatever the hell that is, nobody yet knows. Um, no. You know, and then he ends with God save the queen? Yeah. <laughs> really? I mean, does he know Cam- um not Camilla, Camilla enough to say God save her? Well, and she's not really the queen queen, right? Well, she actually is. Is she? Charles, o- Charles overrode that queen consort. No, she is the queen. Oh, good Lord. I know. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Okay, so here's the real reason we wanted to talk about Biden in this final segment. He was given a speech the other day, and he mentioned, and if I, listen, if I, if I hadn't seen the video, I probably wouldn't have believed it. Okay. But he mentioned that we have plans as a country, we have plans to build a railroad mm-hmm. from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. A railroad. Do you you know what we call something that weighs hundreds of thousands of tons that goes across the ocean? We call that a submarine. Right. (laughs) Or a cruise ship. He's talking about a railroad? Yeah. I think what he got confused with, because, you know, he also slipped in the Queen, I think he meant the English Channel. I I don't know what the hell he's thinking. I hate to tell him, but you can't build a channel or anything like that across the Indian Ocean. You certainly can't build a railroad across the Indian Ocean. I mean, on what exactly? What what do the rails set on? For God's sake! <laughs> now they have to drill down way way down to um, put pilings in. I don't know. This man I, is out of his rocker. It, it, there's no cheese left on the cracker. It's all slipped off. Right. right. I, I, when I, I heard that, he's I, still running for president, and stupid people. Will vote for him. I when when I heard that that railroad across the Pacific in the Indian Ocean, I was just like, "What?" And yeah. you know, and then today, God save the Queen. When he went to leave the stage today, by the way, he didn't know where to go. I know he was looking around, didn't know what and, to do. 
and one of his handlers had to come out and guide him away from the stage. He, I mean, you put this guy on a stage, he cannot figure out how to get off of it. Yeah, yeah he just doesn't know where to go. He doesn't know where he is. I mean, I think he thought he was in London, not Connecticut. Maybe. I mean, remember when he forgot that he was in Ireland? Now he forgot he didn't go to England. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. It's just, it gets, yeah, every, every time, every single time they send him out in public to say anything, it winds up like this now. Yeah, because he's off script. He, he Well, and he's got his teleprompter, but of course, you know, uh, he lost a fight with his teleprompter when he was doing the graduation thing for the Air Force, and he fell down. Right. I mean, yeah. uh, how can how can they possibly run this guy for president? How? Because he's just a figurehead, a puppet of Obama. I don't know how many times I have to say that for people to see what's happening here. You know, a few years ago, uh, during the, the campaign, towards the end of the campaign, he once thought his sister was his wife, and he's not yes. even from Kentucky. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, it it is pathetically sad. And again, as I've said it a hundred times before, Jill Biden, Jill Biden, is guilty of elderly abuse. It's just, it gets more bizarre by the day. You know, a few weeks ago, I did a, a whole commentary about his gaffes and stupidity and tripping and falling and all of that. Well, I could do a commentary a week because there's fresh material every week. Every day. I mean, this is just getting bizarre. I, I It's I just, it's mind-boggling. I know. I know. It just gets worse and worse and worse. You know, I mean, you know, maybe maybe he's going to build a railroad to the moon next. I wish he'd take a one-way trip. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't know how to get back anyway. Well, I know, you know. Yeah, if you showed if you put him in a room with one door, he couldn't figure out how to get out of it. True. That's you know, it's just the way it is. And and this is the leader of the free world. Can you imagine what they're thinking in other countries right now? They're laughing their heads off. Like holy Not crap. Not only at Biden, but at us for allowing this to continue. They they should not allow him out of the house without a helmet. Mm. But look what the option legally what the option is. Kamala? Cackling Kamala. Yeah, who's worse? Well you know, Kamala's just dumb as a rock. Biden has lost his mind. You know, so take yeah. your pick, right? Did he really ever have one with some of the things he's done over the years? Well, no, you can go back through his entire, you know, 50-year career. And it's, it's he's always been this way. It's just getting worse. It's, it's right. you know. Um, but, yeah, you, you can't let him out of the house. You can't let him go out in public and speak. You can't put him at a podium. You can't put him on a stage. No, you can't do anything with him. You just got to 
he just goes out there and babbles and I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't either, but I guarantee you next Friday we'll have more of this stuff to talk about. I'm sure we will. (laughs) Diane, tell folks what's coming up next week on the show. Next week, Craig and I have put together a joint article. It's it's sort of a combination of an op-ed commentary and investigative report. And the title of it is, if I remember correctly... (laughs) The Boxes Hoax on Steroids. Now, remember, President Trump called all those documents and what was going on with Mar-a-Lago, the taking of the boxes, the boxes hoax. So we picked up on that. And we're going to tell you some things that will stop and make you think. You know, it, it deals with the whole Trump situation, and it also deals with the prospect of Joe Biden issuing Hunter Biden and himself a presidential pardon. Yeah. You know, so we we cover a lot of ground in this co-written piece, but that will be published on Monday, and then we'll be talking about it on Right Side Patriots Tuesday evening. Right. So we got that coming up. And then, of course, next Friday, it's, you know, more more stupidity from our government and uh, Joe Biden, obviously. <laughs> it never ends. It's like a never-ending cycle. Craig, right. with all of Biden's things, you might surpass my 37 COVID articles. You know, if if I keep choosing that as my topic, I, yeah, I'll go way past that. You know, I mean, I, I just will. Um so I mean we'll we'll just have to wait and see, you know, what he what he does and what he says next. But Diane, with that, we're pretty much out of time for tonight's show. Yes, we are. So we'll say at least I will say Star Trek Roots and Nighty Night, folks. Have yourselves a great weekend. We'll catch up with you on Tuesday. Bye bye.